I was happy we got to hang out here. Rabbi say it says at the end of Parish Shmini we will get Tavis. We have to we started a new Seder of Avis, so we will get Tavis in a few minutes, but I wanted to look at two Psukim one Pasuk, one Rashi in the Parsha. It says at the end of Parsha Shmini in Perak Yud Aleph, Pasuk Memhei, says Kiani Hashem Hamala Eschem Eretz Misraim Liyos Lachem Lelikim. I am Hashem who took you up, Hamala Eschem, who took you up from Eretz Misraim to be to you for Hashem. Viisem Kedoshim Kikadosh Ani, you should be holy, Kikadosh Ani, for I am holy. There's something in this Pasuk that's a mission for us all. The language, Rashi's Medayik, Chazala Medayik, that it says, Ani Hashem Amaleschem. What's this Lashen Amaleschem? You should say, Hamaitzi Eschem, I took you out. It's always called the Yitzhiyah. Hamaitzi, I was Maitzi you from Mitzrayim. It doesn't say, I took you out of Mitzrayim, I lifted you up from Mitzrayim. Hamala Eschem Eretz Mitzrayim, who lifted you up from Mitzrayim. Wouldn't the, the, the language in Kolat Torah is Ani Hashem Hamoitzi Eschem Itachas Mitzrayim, that I took you, Yitziyah Mi Mitzrayim, Yitziyas Mitzrayim, we call it, we don't call it Maila. Here it says, Hamala Eschem Eretz Mitzrayim, I lifted you up from Eretz Mitzrayim. In these words, Maish, in these words lie your mission of your life, Maish. I am Hashem, says Hashem, who's Malaschem, who lifted you up from Eretz Mitzrayim. You say, it took us out of Mitzrayim. A Bachar told me in Eretz Yisroel, a Bachar told me, Avi, that I stopped listening to Goyish music. But he said, I want to explain it. He said, I didn't stop listening to Goyish music because I got so from, and it was a chumrah, a frumkite. You know, it's, it's inappropriate, the bad words. The Torah says, you know, it asks her speaking nivola and bad words. It's bad topics. It's an Issa to speak bad topics. It's an Issa so, so Pashat is an Isser. So that wasn't why I stopped. I stopped, he said, because at the point where I'm at, I, the, where I'm at, I don't relate anymore to the things they're saying. Their music's dark. Their music speaks over and over about missing out, lost opportunity. If only, a lot of wistful... I don't feel that way anymore. The darkness that is Goyish music, I just don't relate anymore. I don't, it doesn't talk to me. I'm not in that... If you're in a, when I was in a sad place, when I was in a lonely place, a place of void, their music was mamish. I, I related so stark. It's Herzig. A lot of the music is Herzig. They're so alone. They're so lonely, so missing, so craving. Everything they sing about a girl, they mean Hashem. Shira Shim's also a better girl. 
they're lonely, they're craving, they're missing, they're lost. They're, she always runs away, she never stays. Lost love, that's all their song is lost love. He said, I feel real love, I don't, I'm not, I, I don't relate to lost love so much. I don't relate to it. I feel love. I'm close to Hashem. He just hears that. He doesn't relate anymore. It doesn't talk to me. That's why I don't listen anymore. Says the Pasuk, I am Hashem who is malas Eretz Mitzrayim. I lifted you up from Eretz Mitzrayim. I, lift, I raised you up. Mal Gabayu. I lifted you up. You were elevated from Eretz Mitzrayim. Hashem with all the display of Ava towards us. The great, massive display of love to the Yidden. There's a very mystical, at your Seder, you read it, it's like mysterious. You read it at the Kriyas Yamza. We always know ten makas. As a kid, you learn ten makas. Then you read that, God, then you just all, we, we, we say it quick, because we don't even know what it's talking about. Rabbi Kiva said there were 250 makas at the Yam. Okay. There's no song for them. If, the, if my kindergarten teacher didn't teach me a song, did it really happen? What are these 250 makas? What's going on here? 250 makas. What were they? Who were they? Does anybody know about them? What's, what's happening? Every conceivable type of disaster or bad thing. What's it saying? So what? Memelu what? Says the Nitziv, Says the Nitziv, what happened was that every Mitzri, there were many Mitzrim, and the Mitzrim pounded on us for 86 years. They pounded on us. Says the Nitziv, every Mitzri got beaten up exactly the way he beat up the Yid. And you saw your tormentor get it exact. What he did to you in front of you, he got with an exactness. Hashem gave him what he did to you. So there was a lot of ancient, 250 different type of punishments. And you experience a tremendous love of Hashem. I love you. He messed with you. And God himself came and beat him up. There were 250 ways, says the Nitzv. In all different, unique ways that they attacked us. Hashem went to every Mitzri in front of his tormentor. It wasn't the point that the Mitzri had a mark. The point was the torment, the one who was tormented, the one who was hurt, saw that Hashem said, I loved you. And I am stepping up to those that start up with you. And you saw an exactness, revenge, which is so sweet. But more than the sweetness of revenge is the sweetness of the feeling that Hashem loves me. And He stands up for me and don't mess with my... And Bedavka, how you, the Mitzri messed with us and with this specific year, that's what He got back. That was the nature of the many Einshim. Otherwise, what is 250? Who cares? There were many Einshim going on because they had to be specific to be mechazik each year that I saw what went on and I'm standing up for you and I love you. The Yisait of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim was Amala Eschem. They were elevated. They had a sense of a connection to Hashem. They had a sense they were important. And Mimela, Shratzim and Shkatzim, different types of things that are tempted to Goyim, just don't talk to us. Because Amala Eschem, we elevated you. You're just, you're elevated. There are different thoughts you can have. Did you ever go to the supermarket and you see the ant, those, um, what type of animal that they have, the disgusting animal, that they, the lobster? Oh, yeah. That's disgusting. And they're trying, I'm not saying you have to be disgusted. If you like it, I, most, most, <laughs> uh, 
Are you tempted to eat it? You're allowed to be. If the answer is yes, you're good. If the answer is, it could be. It could be, it's wonderful. But the reality is that most of us, don't worry if you're tempted. Mutter, mutter, mutter. But the, the reality is, Akiva, I have a question, an honest question. An honest question. You see the lobster. Does your taivas achila get um get um really? Does it? Yes or no? No. Not at all. We're gross. It's like oh, I just lost my appetite. And my goyish my goyish neighbor sees that and he's like his appetite's is a vote is is a vote. So now there's, I don't say if if you're tempted and your appetite gets built up, fine, don't worry. There's, there's no issue. But I want you to know what Shmuel Birnbaum said. What well, Akiva? Look at cow. I don't hang cows in order to get me tempted. I don't. Have, but they're doing it. For, they're not doing it for the fun of it. They have a case there because you're, you don't realize this. The guy you're standing next to, they're not doing it. Why are they doing it? To me, it grows, it ruined my whole trip. I, when I go to the shop and play, I'm, I'm fired up and you buy stuff. The whole thing's ruined. You avoid it. It's like, oh. You're, you're, not, you're the opposite. That, I'm not saying you have to be this way, but I'm saying most of us, it did not help my time as Achille at all. If Penny had in a kosher world, I don't think it would be a great, in the middle of the pizza shop, to have a big box of, of these things, of lobsters. It just doesn't evoke. It's not what it does. It could be all true. I'm just saying to Matthias. I'm not tining on anybody. I'm not tining on a guy. What I'm saying is, Reb, Reb Shmuel said, I want to say something you could think about. And this, this is an important point. I'm not saying it should be disgusting to you, and if a guy likes it, you're not a, a balaveir. Most didn't, you pass by lobster, it did not arouse your taibis achila. I want you to know to the guy, it arouses his taibis achila, and it could be you're right, because he tasted it, because he saw how delicious, it could be all true. But to the guy, that case, they're not doing it for their fun shop, right? They put it there because Kevin, when he sees it, is all, is all, um, no, 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 I should use that name, bad name. The guy, Unzer Akiv is not dead. The, the guy sees it and he's Estaivis Achil is aroused, and we see it and we're and we're not we're not we're disgusted. Says with Shmuel Birnbaum, what you should think, what you can think, an opportunity to think. Hashem elevate us. He made us more sophisticated. And the male of certain things, it's moss things, a, a, a lobster's moss, he says because we are elevated. But again, it's not important, it's important to see or it's a visual. Sammy, it's not important on the lobster, it's a visual to other things in life, Avi. Because to us, important, we're dignified and more important things are just, ooh, we're elevated. We're an elevated, sophisticated, sensitive people. The fact that the lobster is good, bad, indifferent, it's a visual to something. You would be made that on Dover Asurim, on an Isser, a Yid sees something that's inappropriate. He's disgusted by it. Hamaleschem, I elevated you. I, I raised you up. The fact is lobster, good or bad, but I'm telling you something, it's a visual to something, Avi. So I'm not getting involved. It, it, just the fact that we have a visual. There's a case in shopping. It's an opportunity. You go shopping. And you say, okay, disgusting, funny. You could just look at it as, as an oddity. The guy next to me is Taibas Achil is aroused. I see it and I'm disgusted. Now, I'm not saying this is the point, but it's a good visual. Mm-hmm. Now, Hashem does tell us the reason you don't like Shratzim and Shratzim. It's talking about this. It's talking about this. It's because of your Milo. 
That it's because of your Mailah. Hamala Eschem says Rashi. Bikulan Ksiva Yitzesi. Here it's Hamala. Tana Debeir Bishmol. Ilmali Lo Yalesi Yisro Mitzrayim. Ela Bishvil. If this is the only thing you got from Yitzis Mitzrayim, that you're not Metame Bishratzim, it's already Dayam. It's already Kedai. Your disinterest in that is because you're elevated. I, I've made you too sophisticated. So I've made you too... It could be used certainly as a visual to many other things. Yes, yes, 100% daytime. But this Nekudu Rabbi of being elevated, of getting elevated, and many of our Sur Meira coming as because of we've been elevated. Certainly we have to be so the person should keep away from Averis time because Averis are Averis. But as much as we can keep away from Averis because we've been elevated, because we've been, we're, we're just on a higher level than that, that is, that is really what we're shooting for. It is far better to keep away from this because I'm elevated. I'm close to Hashem. It's just, it's pasnish. It's inappropriate. It's not something, it's not where I am today. That is certainly something to strive for. I'm elevated you. That is one pasuk with one chazal that I wanted to share with Eilam. There's a second chazal before we get to Avas that I wanted to learn for a few minutes on the, for a few, for a little bit quickly on the parsha is as follows. Kivan Shura, it's the middle of a Rashi. It's it's Perak Tes. Pasach of Gimel, a middle of a Rashi. Dover Acher, says Rashi. Kivin Shara Aaron. Aaron Akoyin Sua. Shekarvu Kola Karbanos. This is the inauguration of the Mishkan. And they brought all the Karbanos they were supposed to bring. The Nas Kola Maisim. Everything was done. And Hashem had promised, build a Mishkan and I will be sure my Shechina in the Mishkan. Everything was done. V'lo Yardu Shechina Yisrael. And the Shechina didn't yet come. Hashem delayed being Shayrish Shechina on the Mishkan. They had brought the Karbanes. They did everything Hashem was Mitzavah. We built the Mishkan. We brought the Karbanes. And the Shechina wasn't Shayrish yet. And my Aaron HaKoyin had Tsar. Hayom Mitzta'er. Aaron HaKoyin had Tsar. V'omar Yodeyani. I know. Shekos HaKosh Baruch Hu Alai. Hashem's angry at me. It's my fault that the Shechina didn't come for Klal Yisrael. Quite remarkable that many Aaron Akoyin's the biggest Sadik, is always easy when tragic events happen. We always like pinning it on the other person. Mestama that comes because Yidin in Tel Aviv, that's not how Aaron Akoyin taught us. Here the Shechim is not Shoyubi Yisrael, and Aaron says, Kos HaKosh Baruch it's my fault. Aaron's Mitzvah, he takes Achrayis, he says, it's Bishvili, it's my fault that the Shechim is not Shoyubi on Yisrael. He felt that even though we had done Shuva for his role in the Chet HaEgel, even though Vada Aaron had done Shuva, but he felt Hashem still cursed Allah, Hashem still upset at me. And it's my fault that the Shechin is not Shayrin Yisroel. And then he says something fascinating to his brother, Maisha Rabbeinu. Maisha Achi, Maisha, my brother. That's what you do to me. You bring me into the Mishkan and you embarrass me. I'm, I'm bushed out. I'm so embarrassed. Here, you set me up to be the Kayin, and I 
do all the avoid, then the Shechina doesn't come. Nisbayashti, I'm embarrassed. That's an any tainas on his brothers. Kacha, Cecily, so you do to me. You embarrassed me. You never should have had me be the Kayin Gadol. I suffer tremendous bush. Right, right, right. If, it, if it takes a cry for, for the skin and not coming down for the whole B'nai Tzana, what's Aaron HaKayin worried for his bush? Here's G'day Le'olam. Bush is a good thing. Us Nevardikers, we don't, pur- maybe we don't purposely embarrass ourselves. But if Bush happens, a good zach. First of all, Bush saves you from chet. Bush humbles you. The Chavisalvava speaks about Bush's matzal and achet. Bush is a good zach. Sometimes you get embarrassed. It's mechaper, kaparis avainis. Aaron akoyin gedoyle oilum. Historically great people. Aaron akoyin, it's sadik isoid oilum. And he's upset at Moshe Rabbeinu that I got embarrassed. He muns Moshe Rabbeinu, you embarrassed me. So he got embarrassed. That's what he's worried about. First, Avadi's mitzvah. Kosalai Koshbarucha, Hashem's angry at me and the Shechin is not coming. But why is he tying on Moshe? It's a very funny turn this took, Akiva. Yosef, at first, Aaron Akoyin is upset. He's, he's, he's in the star. He's in pain that the Shin is not showing a cause like Hashem. That's worthy of being upset. We all akiva if we all yearn for Hashem to be happy with us. We crave it. Reb Miller taught us, Michal, that our craving for people to like us, Shlema, our craving that every one of us crave that people like us is the deepest part of that is really a craving that Hashem's happy with us. If I never met a guy who doesn't crave the approval of his father. In a profound, I never met one person. They're only the people who've given up, the people who still hope for it and given up. Every human being craves the approval of dad. We crave it profoundly. Of course, that's the approval of our dad, Avinu Malkenu. Father. Every human being craves the approval of dad, that dad should be happy with me. That's deeply, powerfully inside of us, the want that Tatala should be happy with us, Avinu Malkin should be tzafrid with us. We dive in every mic to Shazmi, Noyam Hashem Olekin, Masiya, then Hashem should be tzafrid with me. Hashem should have nachas, that's such a deep want, that Hashem has nachas from me. Taki is so happy what I'm doing. That's the deepest craving. That Hashem is so happy with what I'm doing. He's so proud of me. I'm is doing the right things. and he's, that's, a, that's a craving. And Aaron HaKoyin is bizarre. That cause a lie, Kosh Baruch Hashem's upset at me. It's pa- Hashem loves us. It's possible to do Averis. And Hashem's upset at us. Hashem's upset at us. It's possible. I first, it's dangerous because then every guy jumps. Hashem's upset at me. If you don't know Hashem's crazy over you, if you we, we teach kids too young Hashem can get upset at you. Because then you don't even understand that he's crazy. Iron Akayin only after tremendous havan of how much Hashem loves us can then is shayach to that side that he's kaisalai. First, you have to teach the tremendous Abba Shemez, because today, too simply, we all think, but Aaron Akoyin, who understands the Abba Shemez to us, understands there's a tiny here that Hashem, the Shechina, wasn't Shire. He's in charge and he's Bitzar. He's Mitzar, he's Bitzar. Such a Tsar. Hashem's upset at me. Azat Tsar, Azat Pain. So that I understand. Then it takes like a left turn, Akiva. 
where it goes from here. It's like you can't believe it. When you're reading this Rashi, Baruch, till here, it's like such a moving Rashi. Great people who are so in tune with themselves, Michal. Great people are in tune with themselves. And he's in tune, Aaron Akoyim. What a tsar. Hashem's bekas on me. Hashem's bekas on me. He's not accepting. I brought Karbanos. I did what he said. And the Shechina is not being shayra in the Mishkan. So he's bitsar, Kosla, Koshbaruchu. Here, till here, just a gorgeous Chazal. Then it seems to take a left turn. What happened here? His conversation to Maisha, you, you like scratch, you can't believe it. Then he says to Maisha. Now you like Tainas on Maisha, Eitam was right. Like, what went on here? He says to Maisha, 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 my brother. This is what you do to me? The reason he said, Maisha, my brother. Everybody knows Maisha's his brother. But he said, Maisha, you're my brother. That was his time. Maisha, you're my brother. Kacha, sisli, my brother, to do this to me. Nichnasti minispayashti. You brought me and you brought me Busha. You feel bad that Hashem is not happy with you. That, that's unbelievable. That's every person's craving. It's Hashem's so freedom with me. Hashem's so happy with me. Hashem's happy with me. Then he's, and he's bizarre that maybe Hashem's not happy with me. Then he says, Maisha Achi, Maisha, my brother, Kacha, Sicily, this is what you do to me that I go in and I'm embarrassed. So now he's worried that perception here? A God that cares about perception? We don't care about, it's not all about perception. Don't spend your life worrying what others see, Michal. We worry the truth. My wife once said to me, somebody was like upset. My wife said, I'll stick at your side. I don't care who's upset. Just, Daniel, make sure, be right. Please be right. She was saying, as long as Hashem's sufin with you, people will be upset. I won't, I'll be on your side. Just please be right. Make sure Hashem's sufin with you. The Aaron coin is bizarre that Hashem is kosalai. Then he says to Moshe, Moshe, achi, this is what you do to me? You brought me and I'm, and I'm embarrassed? He was embarrassed. He served in the... People's perception, that's the problem. That's what he cares about. He cares about Hashem, his Kosalai. Who cares? The perception, the Busha, poor you, you're embarrassed. No. The Busha should be a Kapoda. What? I entered and I had Busha. Pasha means from others. Because then, if Hashem's angry, what's the difference if it's exposed? Hashem's angry is either true or not. That he's upset about. Hashem's angry. But you, you, you publicly brought me in and embarrassed me. You shamed me in front of others. L'chayri means if I hear Yehuda's plan means the shame's in front of Hashem. You brought a bush in front of Hashem, but I don't know if that meant Hashem's upset at you. Is Hashem's upset at you? Says Reb Shmuel Birnbaum, the Mir Rosh Hashiva, that he was upset, not... He was upset at our, at Maishra Ben. He said, Hashem's upset at me. And that, hurt, that hurts me. Hashem's upset at me. But he says, you brought me and you embarrassed me. He wasn't upset for his own personal busha. He's upset that it looks bad. My busha, that I was disgraced, is bad for Yidin. It's going to cause Yish by Yidin. It's not good. Aaron knew who he was. And people see Aaron Akoyan, that Hashem has a taina, and he said, it's a chil Hashem. It's, you, you asked me to do this job. Kacha, what do you do to me? 
The fact that you exposed it, people shouldn't see Hashem's angry at Aaron. It's a Kiddush Amayim for people to see you can get close to Hashem. Aaron Akoyin knows I'm somebody who wants Kervis Hashem, who works for Kervis Hashem, who's respected by people. For them to see my busha, for them to see Hashem's anger, that you shouldn't have done. That he's worried for his own self. That's what Shmuel Berman, he's worried that it's exposed the cast. It's enough, he's mitzvah that Hashem has cast on me. And Amalai Lomaisha, you expose this to others. Why do you show others Hashem's cast on me? Yes, Akira. So he says, but you shouldn't have shown it so publicly. I don't mind, Aaron says. Hashem's tougher on Sadiqim. He knew he's a Sadiq. But don't expose it. You've exposed it, Moshe. By asking me to serve in the Mishkan, and I'm serving, and the Shrin is not coming, it's exposing my flaws. Miyad to that, Moshe Rabbeinu says, he's worried about that. Miyad nechdas Moshimu bikshu rachmim. He's mevakish rachamim tashem. He's and you hear where they're coming from. Amazing place of kiddush shemayim that they care so much about kiddush shemayim. He's mevakish rachamim v'yard shchinul yisrael. And of course the shchina comes. To, what a kiddush shemayim. And Aaron Akoyin is worried that it shouldn't be exposed that kirbas Hashem is is not accessible. It shouldn't be exposed that you're struggling that Hashem is not accepting. Avadanat, but look where they're coming from. The Ratzin for Kapara, so selfless. Why did Moshe Rabbeinu send them in? Yeah, Mestaminu the Shechina with the Yerd. Avad Hashem is going to be Moshe But look where their Tfilas are coming. Bikshu Rachmim. I just wanted to expose us to the Tfil of a Gadol. What Rabbi Shmuel Birnbaum taught, I don't know Pshat and Rashi. I'm telling Rabbi Shmuel said Pshat. It's right. A Gadol tells us how Gadolim think. Michal, listen to what Shmuel Birnbaum told us Aaron Akayim was thinking. At least you know Shmuel Birnbaum was thinking this way. Think about the cheshben of a tzaddik. Hashem's angry at me. I, made, I did a mistake. And I want back the rotsin of Hashem. I want, I want Hashem to be happy with me. And Aaron's davening and doing the, the tefillahs. You know, Rabbi said, we sing in yeshiva. It's my favorite song probably to sing in yeshiva. It's Leiv Tar Broly Elikim. We dispel al Hashem to be metire our hearts. And we say, Don't throw me away from you, Hashem. That means we want the Ratzin, Hashem. Don't throw me away. Love me. Want me. I should be the Ratzin, Hashem. That's what we're davening. David HaMelech, David that David HaMelech didn't appear in sin. And he first will daven, Hashem, let me have a pure heart. Let me be unaffected and be pure again. And don't throw me away, David HaMelech Davin. Let me be Lerotzain. I want you to love me. I want you to want me. I want you to have nachas from me. Don't throw me away. That was David HaMelech's response to sin. And that's the prayer of our days. Think about the cheshben of an Aaron HaKoyin. He's bizarre that he was kos, akosh baruch was kos alai. And then he's worried. What's his worry? It shouldn't be a chil Hashem to others. Avadi knows, like Akiva said, that Hashem, Avada, Akiva's right. That, that, that Hashem is sviva of nisara ma'ayr, Hashem's medaktikim sviva of kichur asaira. He's bringing out greatness. But it shouldn't be exposed to others. I don't want a chil Hashem. It shouldn't be exposed to others. Maisha achi, kacha, sisli, what you do to me? Not he was worried in a personal way. What do you do to me that I cause such a chil Hashem? You shouldn't expose Hashem's cast at me. Privately, I know Hashem's cast at me. <coughs> I'll do tshuva. 
But to show other Yidin, they're going to be Miyayish. Even Aaron struggling in his relationship, we're going to give up. Miyad, Maish Rabbeinu said this serious. Bikesh Rachman said, Hashem, give Aaron Akayin the Rachman quickly be Shayri Yishchina so people should see Tshuva's Neskabel. I'm divorced. I'm sorry? I'm divorced. Yeah. Also, all the other Jews are divorced. It's true. So you're saying that what? That the actions are much beyond others. Yeah. Zecher is right. So Aaron's worried here that your course lies going to be a chil Hashem. I wanted to share with you the thoughts of Tzadikim. Thoughts of Tzadikim. I wanted to myself learn the thoughts of Tzadikim. I think that's incredible. What their thoughts are, how their, the very tsar of the cast of Hashem is an important thought, Michal. And then the continuing thoughts about the Chil Hashem for others, one after another, it's like. <laughs> yeah. Michal, I, Michal, there's a. There's a Maisa with the Taklin Chadatin. The Taklin Chadatin was a Talmud of the Gra. And the Taklin Chadatin was on a ship. I want you to hear this, Michal. It, it, for the others, you're going to take off your coat in one minute. The Taklin Chadatin, Michal, listen to this Maisa. It was on a boat, and the boat was going to Eretz Yisrael. And they were Talmudim of the Gra. And the, the, the boat started sinking. There was massive storm, and the boat was going to capsize. They all were going to die. It was like crazy. It was a crazy storm. They're all going to die. So they started doing tshuva, hoping I shall be mechaper. So the taklin chadin got up. He was a Talmud of the Gura, and he said, I have to do tshuva. What was his chet? He said, Berabim, I want to say vidu. I want to, be, I want to admit my sins. He said, I thought through my life, and I have a terrible avera. He said, when I was a youngster, I was a teenager, my family were ani and bevyonim. They were poor. They had no money in the world. And my mother was in tremendous pain. She couldn't feed us. We were on Niyam. She couldn't give us anything. And I came home from Yeshiva daily, and she had nothing to give us to eat. And she said to me, are you hungry? She felt so bad. I said, I, I lied, and I said I ate in Yeshiva. And for a long period, maybe years, I lied, and I said I ate in Yeshiva, and it wasn't true. Lemaise, I did it because I felt bad at my mother's pain. So I lied that I ate, but, the, but I lied. For years, I lied to my mama. And I said, hey, and said that he felt that he could have done it in a different way. Could have done, I guess he felt that he could have done it a different way. And he did it, he said, Vidui, that I lied. One of the Talmudim of the Gura said, Hashem, I don't ask you to look at our mitzvahs. Look at the Taklin Chadin. This is his Avera. This is the Avera. And they say the storm stopped. From the Taklin Chadin's Vidui on his head. This was his sin. The, 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 the story reportedly is that the storm stopped. Sometimes from the vidui of tzaddikim, from the vidui of tzaddikim, we could learn. I feel from just hearing Aaron Akoyin sar that Hashem's cause alive, and then his worry that Nisbayashti, the way of Shmuel Bermel told us, that's going to be a chil Hashem to others, that that the relationship is not working. Miyad. Bikish Rachmim, I thought there's tremendous amounts to learn. Let's, Michal, could you give out, Pastor Michal, let's give out to Durham. I want to learn others. And this is page 243.
Do we need more back here? Bilal needs. Shleim needs. Who do you have? The biggest in the tunnel. Ananya David, you have one? Yes, the David please. Ah, Shleim. Page 243. What? Let me look where it is. Trade. Says the Mishnah, Hamidu Talmidim Harbei. You should have many Talmidim. You should have many Talmidim. To which we ask the Sadat Varechel Shirim. Because it doesn't tell us how many Talmidim to have, so you. What? Many. But where's many? When am I Yaitz so many? 10, 20, 54, 63, 150. What's many? It doesn't say. It says, have many Talmidim. So we want to say Pshat Shloim like this in the many Talmidim. What does it mean after to have many Talmidim? And we ask the second question what does it mean to be Maimid Talmidim? Hamidu Talmidim. It should say to teach. It doesn't say teach, it says to stand up. Hamidu Talmidim Arabe, stand up many Talmidim. And I want to answer both questions with the same you said. Stand up and many Talmidim to answer the same way. Stand up many Talmidim. It should say teach, but stand up and what's many? It doesn't say how many. So we want to say as follows. Very bad speakers are worried. They're not good speakers. And the crowd is going to be bored from their speeches. So what do you do about it? What do you do about it? The crowd's not going to be tempted by what I say. So what do you do? how do you get a crowd to be tempted? So there's a very important question. You, you just get up to speak by a family, bar mitzvah, family, shavros. What do you do? I want to get the crowd into it. A funny guy uses humor to draw in the crowd. A great storyteller uses stories. How do you draw in the crowd? What will get the crowd interested in what you're saying? So one technique that's a very lousy technique, I don't like it, is say extreme things, be controversial. Say something so outlandish, so crazy, so that everybody's perked up. This guy is out of his mind. So it's a technique of speakers to say something you don't even hold that way. But this way, it's turned Eilam's tumbling. You heard Rebbe said? They're fired up. You said something outlandish. I don't like it because you sold out the truth because you wanted to get people to listen. You don't believe what you said. It's ridiculous what you said. So you said Sheker to get people to listen. You sold the truth. But it is a technique people use. They say outlandish things. The Torah never does it. It just says the truth. The Torah doesn't say extreme things. It speaks the truth. So there's a Chazal that's difficult because it sounds so extreme. Chazal say, ain't a captain melamed, a rigid person. A captain is not a Rebbe. It's very extreme. It should say, Asr le Rebbe, Leo's captain. A Rebbe can't be rigid. But it says, a rigid person is not a Rebbe. Ain't a captain. That's very extreme. To be careful when you say it, but the Torah, every word is emes. Ain ha captain malam. He's not a Rebbe. What? Yeah. The, says Baruch, I know plenty of people. You ask the guy, he says, I'm Rabbi so and so. He calls himself Rebbe for heaven's sake. So Ain ha captain, he's Nishkin, Rebbe. He is a Rebbe. It doesn't say us. If it says us, he did something wrong, David, we'd understand. 
Chananya says so extreme. He's not a Rebbe. And a Captain Melamed. Yehuda, it's such an extreme statement. He's not a Rebbe. Ain't a Captain Melamed. Yeah. Yeah. Chazal say. What? You're not a captain. The Shailas. What does it mean? So rigid. A captain, somebody who's mocked it a lot. I would say rigid. That's what I would use the word. What's being said here? What's being said in Chazal, the aside of teaching Torah is not you have information and you want to hand it to somebody. The aside of teaching Torah is understanding the person. Understanding in a profound way the person. Then you could teach him and talk to him according to who he is. It says about Avram Avinu, the Rambam, that he spoke to every single person, according to his understanding. According to who he was, according to how he had to hear it. That's a Rebbe. You can't be a Rebbe if you don't understand the other person. If you don't attempt to understand who he is, what he is, where he's coming from. If you just have information to give over, you're not a Rebbe. And a captain Melamed, somebody who can't come out of himself. He's a captain. So he can't, you're not a Rebbe. That's not a, the side of a Rebbe is understanding, is the opposite of Kaptonus. Kaptonus is that person who's totally unwilling to come out of himself. He's unwilling to come out of himself. You're not a Rebbe. That's not called a Rebbe. You might be a Magid Shir, you're And a captain Melamed, you're not a teacher of Torah. You're a science teacher, a math teacher, you're an information teacher, not a malamid, not a teacher of Torah. A teacher of Torah must come with understanding, must come understanding the other person, who they are, what their situation is. Rev. Palm used to tell his, tell his students, don't teach Torah, teach students. Teach people, understand the person. Understanding that, perhaps what's being said here, Hamidu Talmidim Harbi have many students, means that understand each one. You don't have one student to have many students. Understand that they're different students. And Hamidu stand up. If you just have information to give, see, you're giving them your information, stand them on their feet. Understand them and give them their kaychas, give them their voice. Put the Talmud on his feet. Hamidu Talmidim Arbi, stand up the guy that he's standing on his feet. Famously, Rabbi Yerucham was once being yelled at, it's always interesting to see your Rebbe with his Rebbe. It's always fascinating. And Rabbi Yerucham's Rebbe, the altar, came and in his office was screaming at Rabbi Yerucham. And the Talmidim were in awe of their Rebbe, Rabbi Yerucham, were in awe of him. Like it was a, an astonishing scene that Yerucham's Rebbe is screaming at him. And people listened in, and when he was screaming at him, he felt that you're overwhelming your Talmudim, you're producing you, not them. He was yelling at Yerucham that you're overwhelming them, you're producing you, not them. Hamidu Talmudim Arbe stand people on their feet, produce them, not you. Stand them on their own feet, who they are, in their derech. And the many is, according to how many you have, that's how many Talmidim there should be. There are many types and many kinds and the understanding of each. That's how many Talmidim Harbi. To have many students.
The, lately, I've been pushing more and more ever from here to think about Chinuch. Because I want people who respect others, who respect and understand and appreciate others to go into Chinuch. That's what we need. We need people who appreciate others and can see others and appreciate a person. You can elevate. So many, so much frustration in Chinuch. Kids today and all the frustrations would go away if we understand the person. If we understand the men, Shmamish understand them. This Hamidu Talmidim Harbe, to stand them on their feet, to give them their own legs. Not the word, I have information I want to feed. I want to understand. I want to understand and see where the person's coming from. Understand who they are. And then we could learn together and study together your voice and my voice. I want people who have appreciation for others to go into Chinuch. My Rebbe said years and years ago, there are a lot of good Mechanchim, I don't want to be Maitzi Laz, but he said that we're not getting the right people in Chinuch. Understandably, it's a difficult profession. The, the pay isn't great for this profession. So, and, and other factors, we're not getting, he felt that we're not getting the right people in Chinuch. But I feel people who respect others, appreciate others, and can understand another person, that's what we need in Chinuch. A guy could be a great scholar in a captain Malamid. If he's not willing to understand another, he's Nishkin Rebbe. He'll be a Talmud Chacham, he'll be a wonderful person, but not a Rebbe. In a captain Malamid, if he's not at the Yechilis to be Maimit Talmidim Harbe, such a person can only produce one student. The only person who's willing to be bottled to him and just soak up his information. And who he is. That's not Hamidu Talmidim Harbi. To have many students is the capacity. Revolvers Talmidim are so different because he bothered to understand each one and guide each one accordingly. You can only have Talmidim Harbi if you're willing to be flexible and understanding and come out of your own self and your own viewpoint to the world. It's difficult. We're so, we have such a set view of the world. I always say in Rai Shapiro, I'm always nishtaymim from him. All of us try to be it. He is, he's so open-minded. He's so open-minded to Bacham's viewpoints and world, where you're coming from. He's, he's like fascinated by it. Wow, it's so interesting. He's open to it. So, in a real profound way, the Spitz Rebbe of open-minded to where you're coming from. Who are you? What are you about? What are you saying? He's so wise because of it. You get so smart when you're open-minded to another's viewpoint, where another's coming from. And we, say, we stay so shallow and unsmart when we're only willing to see our viewpoint. You have such, an, we, such a bad perspective of the sugya. Rabbi Yochanan said that he loved Reish Lakish because Reish Lakish used to argue on him. And when he argued on him, Rav Chashmaitza, he had an expansive sugya. Your sugya is so expansive. One of my kids is legally blind in one eye. And he can't hit the baseball. It's so fresh. He's a great athlete. And I took the to play baseball. He couldn't hit the baseball. Swing and miss so often. When you only have one eye, you don't have perspective. You can't measure the ball coming in. You can't see depth. See, swings and miss. See, Pasha doesn't know where the ball is. That is my muscle for a person who's closed-minded to see other perspectives. He has no depth perception. You only have one eye. You only have your vantage point. You're literally blind. It's just much sadder than knocking you up to the baseball. You can't, you can't find Emmas. You can't experience Emmas, and you certainly can't teach Emmas. But if you're willing to hear, there's a whole Gansa Welt. There's a world with different perspectives. 
it's interesting. Mitzad Echad, we all rightfully have Rebbeim and have a Mahalach, that's perfect. But never be so shallow to think there's not other truths elsewhere. Be open-minded to see truth and experience truths. The more you're open-minded and gain different perspectives, the better you have, you have, you have perspective, you have depth perception. You whack the baseball, you know, runs. That what? Yeah, yeah, Rabbi Shmuel Orbach. Rabbi Shmuel Orbach, Rabbi Shleim Zalman's son, he learned by Lubavitch, he learned by Satmar, he learned different places. He wanted to see the truth. Thereafter, after, such a smart idea. Revolba bragged on himself. Revolba, was such a seeker of truth, said there's not a gadol on this planet I didn't take from. He went different camps, not a tzaddik on this planet I didn't take from. Revolba said that, yeah. He went around and he gnashed. He could have said, no, that's not my Messiah. It could be it wasn't his Messiah, but there's truth to be picked up there. Hamidu Talmidim Harbe means to have the open mind, the, the, the willingness to learn different perspectives, different viewpoints, different paths, different malachim. I shouldn't say this, I'll take that. To the Chevra, okay, too bad. You have to see a guy, you have to see where a guy's coming from. There was a bacher, I felt for him, this is a chiddush. I felt for him, he was talking to a girl, I felt that she continued to go out with him. I, he's 19, I, I felt that was stark, that made, it was just true. They weren't doing averis, and so he was dating early, young, and he wasn't ready, he was going to get married, it was a slow dating process. We're trying a Rebbe of this is not this not Peseder, it's not Yeshivish, it's not this. But you, you're not open minded to this guy because you're seeing yourself, because for you it was bad. But maybe he's different. We had such siyata the Shmaya. I told the Bachar to go, there's a Godlin there, so I said, go with your Rebbe and tell him to a Din Tire will go to this Godlin. It turned out that Godlin was the Rebbe of this Rebbe Baruch Hashem. And they went to the Godlin, he said he should keep dating her. The guy, the, he had to peel his Rebbe off the floor. He said he should keep dating her. But you have to be willing to see a person. Where's his journey? If you can't see past your nose and it's only your journey and your experiences, then you're blind and you swing and miss. Because you're seeing your experiences. That's a chedesh. Don't talk to girls. Don't date till you're ready to go out. But, but a person has to be willing to, be a, to, 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 to learn with people. You can't be a person who only sees one mahalach. And you have to be open-minded, and you become, you become, you, get, you have insight now, you have different, you have depth perception. You gain a second eye when you see what you see and you see what others see. Hamidu Talmidim Harbi had many types of students. That was the mark of Revolbi, he had many students. They were so different and unique because they understood each one. The last, the last... Mission in this Mishnah, make fences for the Torah. Make fences for the Torah. The Rabbanan did a lot of things. If we would look at Shabbos according to the Torah, Michal, the way Hashem commanded us Shabbos, do you know we'd all go to work? Shabbos would be the most fascinating. You know we would all drive cars on Shabbos? The way the Torah set up Shabbos, you're allowed to do shinuyim. You're allowed to do. You're allowed to do most malachis with a shinuy. You're allowed to do malachis with a shinuy. You'd have people all yidden would learn to drive with their feet. We'd have people steering with their feet. 
Right, Snicky drives this feet always? Yeah. Really? Always. So he would drive with his hands. You do a shinui. Shabbos would be such a cool day. It would be like the funniest day. We'd have people riding with their mouths. We'd be like the stickiest people on the planet until the Rabbana came along. <laughs> to do a... <laughs> yeah, Baruch Shina would be fascinating. It is true. <laughs> but Benny Shabbos without Chazal would be a fascinating day. A day of such unusual things would go on. So what did Rabbanan do? They came along and they said, if we do every single thing with the Shina, we're going to break every din of the Torah. That's what's 100% going to happen. So they made the Rabbanans. No Shinuyim allowed. And thus the Shabbos we have today. Now 100% Hashem wanted the Shabbos we have today. But Hashem told the Rabbanan, I'm going to make dinim, and your job is to make the dinim capable. I'm going to have laws, and through your own chachma, I want you to make the laws capable. So Hashem was Meshatev, he combined with the Chachamim. He said, be my partners and make fences for the Torah, make it capable. The Rabbanans are always easier than the races. They make The Rabbanans don't make exceptions. This way they make the Torah keepable. Midaraisa, you can go this far, you can, go, you can hang out with a girl maybe, maybe Yichud, but don't do an Aver. The Rabbanan said it's impossible. A guy's hanging with a girl, but don't do an Aver. I remember a parent being upset when I was a youngster, a friend of mine. His parents sent him to a mixed camp. And when he was doing bad stuff with girls, the parents were like indignant. They were shocked. <laughs> you send him there, but then you're shocked when he does Averis. They don't understand our obligation is Hashem makes a surim and the Rabbanon made fences to make the surim capable. And that's what Hashem wanted. I'll make the law and you make laws that make the law capable. And that's the chiv to the Rabbanon's but it teaches us something as well. Danche Knesset wanted us to learn Avais, so we're not makers of law, but it teaches us as well how to live Torah. Says the Gemara as follows, Michal. There are two ways to get somewhere. There are two ways to get somewhere. In, when, we, when we used to leave Heller, there were two ways to get to Swan Lake Pizza Shop. And one way you pass... Chip and all, a camp that there's always preachers all over, and another way that's perfectly smooth. Says the Gemara, let's say you go the Chip and all way and you don't look. Says the Gemara, if there's another way to go, you're a Russia. You're Russia. If there's another way to go, you're a Russia. The goal in life is to set yourself up smart, to protect the tire, make fences, do the thing that makes you safe. If you go the usher, the, the bad way, and you don't look, you, don't, you hold your dachat tzaddik, you're a Russia, we ask you to go that way. Your chiyah is go the other way, they just not, you set up safe. There used to be a guy years ago in yeshiva, always bragged, he always put himself in compromised position, and bragged to me always that he wasn't nechshal. It's a Russia. You had no right to put yourself. The goal is not to make a chap. You were there and you didn't do an Aveir. What were you doing there? Of course, eventually he was Nechshal. But he was a Russia just for going there. If he wasn't Nechshal, the goal is to play it smart. The goal is we're around certain friends. It brings out goodness to ourselves. The goal is to be around those friends. Other people bring out bad. The goal is to be smart. Both 
Shloim HaMelech and David HaMelech begins their svarim of growth about being around the right people. David HaMelech says to stay away from Rishayim. Shloim HaMelech says to stay away. The goal of life is to be a smart guy. Put yourself in winning positions. It's not to make kunsim. I'm in a bad position, a compromised position. Not, sometimes we're an oinus. Then we'll compromise and then you're a tzaddik. You don't look and you do the right thing. But the goal is to set ourselves up smart. It's to set ourselves up with asusiyagotar, make fences for the Torah. The t- Hashem said sivuyim, and then our job is to set ourselves up in a smart way that we're distant from those, from those isurim. That's our job. So Chazal did it in a manner of, for the rabbin. They made rules that kept us safe. They created Shabbos in a way that keeps us distant from the isurim, from Hashem's isurim. Our job in a private life, in our own selves, is to make fences, is to make a dharam, is to live life in an intelligent way that keeps us distant from a surim. That is the chiv asusi aglatayr. Ad kan now Mishnah Aleph. If we could, no could please look at Mishnah Beis. I want to get back to Mishnah Aleph, but for now, let's move to Mishnah Beis. Mishnah Beis. Shimon Atzadik. Shimon Atzadik Haya, who was he? Mishiyore Knesset Sagdoyla. He was from the remnant of the Anshe Knesset Sagdoyla. Haya Oimer, and he used to say, Al Shloy Shedvarim. Oimer really means he used. It's a very Haya Oimer is very like hard to read because Haya means used to. Oimer means he says present. Haya Amar. Really should say used to said. Amar is he said. Haya Amar he said. Haya Oimer is he says. So probably the simple pshat is that he consistently said this. It's not he said. He says it. He was always saying this. This was an important message of Shimon Atzadik. So Haya Oimer, in the past, Oimer, he was saying this. He was always saying it. it was, he was constantly saying this. What did Shimon Atzadik, who was from the remnant of Anshe Knesset Sagdailu, what was he saying? He said, The world stands on three things. The world stands on Torah. The world stands on Avaid. And the world stands on Gemilus Hasadim. That's what, that's what he was coming to say. There are three pillars of the world. There are three things that give a stand to the world. Now, what is this that he called it a stand to the world? The world stands on these three things. Michal, this is the last thing for today. I want you to hear this. What do you mean the world stands on three things? What's the expression, the world stands on three things? These support the world. So I want to explain what he was saying. I went to a Pesach hotel, and they give you tons of food. You're just food, more food, another barbecue, another bar, more and more food. It can be a complete experience of just being, what's the English word for somebody who's indulging that way? Just a gluttonous, just a gluttony, just somebody who's just eating and eating and meaningless and empty and so shallow. Ooh. It could be a nothing experience. I told my kids early, this is, I want, this, is, this is how I view it. Here, somebody's supplying us and giving us food. So we could just sit here and fresh and we'll all feel empty and complete empty. Ironically, as we're filling up, we'll feel emptier. I said, well, we could view it. Somebody's supplying us, taking care of us. 
now we're not busy cooking, making, everything's being supplied. We have opportunities to learn, to grow, to impact. It's a great background. We're in good moods. We enjoy a nice meal. And then we can get busy. And Baruch Hashem, we learn together. We learn with others. We sang with others. We met others. We chazik others. The world can either be a place that has, doesn't stand on anything. And it's empty. It's just hanging on emptiness. So all the beauty and all the geshmak of the world. But it has stands. It has things that give it meaning, that give it importance, that give it eternity, that let it stay and be stable. When we, a person has Torah, when a person has Avoid and he has Gemilus Chasadim, he has Kirvis Hashem, he learns Hashem's Torah, he has Avoid in the Beis Hamigdash, or Tfilush is Bimkoim Karbanis, he has relationship to Hashem, he has kindness. When a person has Ruchnius, then it gives a stand, it holds up, it gives meaning. It gives definition to the world. Now, all the goodness of the world matters a lot. For it's the backdrop. It allows for steiging. Now the world itself and the beauty has meaning and importance. It's very valuable, a beautiful world. When we have, when, when the beautiful world serves as a Yishev Adas, when the beautiful world serves as a place that allows for Gemilus Chasadim, when it allows for Tayran Avaida, so now it has a stand, now it stands up. It's significant and it has a Kiyum, it matters. Without it, the world is fleeting and meaningless. I love the words in Davin, eternal life Hashem planted inside of us. He gave us the possibility of eternity, not just fleeting, meaningless things. When you have Torah, when you have Avayd, when you have Gemilus Chasadim, it causes the world to stand. It causes the world to matter. It causes things that are otherwise Dvarim Shalmabikach to actually matter and be important. For it's the backdrop. The world's a tremendous, gorgeous, perfect place. It's a tremendous world, Rabbi say. If you go around there, most people mock the world. They knock the world. We talked about Gaish music. So much of their music is about frustration. There's a tremendous sense of a world that can't give you what you want. And it's Sheker, it's not true. The world is a great, great world, Taiv Ma'id, that can supply a person's satisfaction. I was talking about that we had a basketball team this year. And the basketball team, you can ask the guys on the team, it's like a chiddush nifla. I promise you that most of the guys on the team, a guy didn't play, you could ask Hill, it was satisfying. What, since when is, you could win the champion, when is it ever satisfying? When is a gashmist going to say, you always want more, it wasn't enough. You have 100, you want 200, 200, 400. The team was satisfying leagues. It was satisfying. Schmack. Schmack, it was satisfying. How can Gashmius ever be satisfying? The answer is, when it's a backdrop for guys who steigged and grew and they needed an outlet, Gishmak, an expression. And, and, and it was a good time, but we all grew and people learned to be appreciative and not to kvetch and just to be happy. And There were so many lessons and so much camaraderie. It was a backdrop. Then it stands. Then it's meaningful. Then it's not just a fleeting, unimportant thing. It actually matters. It's actually something of value. It says about Avram Avinu, he died seveya, he died satisfied. He died satisfied. Imagine something in this world, in Oilam he was satisfied. Mamish Tzufridin with his Oilam It's possible to be Tzufridin. But you need stands to such a world. 
The world stands. What gives significance, what gives importance, what gives eternity to the world, what makes it a precious place is then it has a stand, then it has a kiyam, otherwise it's something that's just fleeting and gone, doesn't stay. It's elusive, it can never be grasped, it can never be had. It's just something, it's there, but it can never be had. You ever saw the frustration of an animal, they put it, they want it to work the fields, they put food in front of it, stuck a certain distance in front, and as he moves forward, the food moves away from him. That's most people's experience in Eilam From the biggest addict who runs after Taivan, but he never has enough, the more he pursues, the more he gets, the more he's missing. But when it's all the backdrop of of significance, of importance, and there's the backdrop of important things. The world now stands. It has a kiyom. It's not elusive. It's not fleeting. It's accessible. It's available. And it lasts. It has a kiyom. It gives its stands. Because all of a sudden, the, the fleeting becomes important. There was a great backdrop. His gashmis is important. The house of the Ben Tire is very important. I'll tell you something interesting. When I moved to Waterbury, so in our house, in our house lived a sports writer. The house we bought, our first house we bought in Waterbury, a sports writer lived there. And the house was a wreck. It was in shambles. And my wife and I fixed it up. There was amazing Ashkacha. When we moved to Waterbury, the government had a program. I don't know if it ever came again since. The government had a program that lasted for six months. All firemen and teachers get $25,000 to make home improvements for free. If you sell the house, then you have to pay back. It was a five-year deal. Every year, one five thousand of the 25000 towards home improvement is, is forgiven. They didn't want people taking the money, fixing up their house, just using it to sell it. They wanted for police, for firemen and teachers, that they should stay in their house and fix up their houses. So this was a six-month, when we, when we bought our house, it was a six-month program. We got $25,000. We had it for five years. So it was, it was given to us a gift to fix up the house. So we fixed up the house. And I was upset. I told my wife that I'm frustrated. Here's a sports writer, a British sports writer, and he could live in the house. He doesn't mind that the house is in shambles. And we're Avde Hashem from a Yidin, and we can't live like this. It bothered me. It bothered me a lot. Here's a guy, and he could live. I'm a from Yid. I need more Gashmias than the guy. You see, a from community, the house is nicer. I was like troubled by that. I'm a Yid. I'm an Ever Hashem. He, 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 the Goyish sports writer can manage that. So my wife said, Daniel, in every room, we looked at the house together, in every room was a TV. I said, the Goyim don't live in the house. We have Shabbos Sudas. We have Mishpach. Every Shabbos we sit in and fabring with Hashem. We use our house in the service of Hashem. They escape from their house. They're not living in the house. They, they have a TV in every room. They're escaping in a, in, a, in a fake land. We use our house to serve Hashem. We're raising a Mishpach. We're doing important It comforted me. It's my house, Tak is more important than his. My Gashmis is more important than his Gashmis. He didn't use his Gashmis to, for important things. His Gashmis was unimportant. It was Tak unimportant. It didn't have it. He had no stand to his Gashmis. In a world that the Gashmis is a back, is, is a house is for a Shabbos Suda. A house is for Archim, so a house is very important. So maybe it's more important that the house looks nice. She was Menachim in the Chamti.
The world stands on three things, Rabbi say. The world, what gives meaning, what makes the world a place of importance, what makes the world a place of permanence. Otherwise, the world has no, st- no stand, and it breaks, and it's fleeting, it's elusive. It, it doesn't stand, it doesn't have a kiyum. There's no tire of it, Rabbi Yisrael. saying, Rabbi Yisrael? It's not just a program. It's I never heard of it again. It was a six-month program they had. It's amazing. Amazing. That was sick. I never heard of anything before or after, but I'm telling you a fact. We got to <laughs> just but. <laughs> you ever heard of a program after? We live in a kind country. <laughs> Maybe go into Chinuch. You see, it's worth it. I told you. <laughs> there's more to learn, Chevra, but it is Shabbos Kodesh tonight. The the schedule, I say, there's lunch now. There's football is going to be at not one fifty at twelve fifty-five. It's pushed to one five minutes later. So football's one o'clock. There'll be football. Lunch is when? Ah, twelve forty-five. Lunch is eleven minutes. Swimming. There's football at. Wow. <laughs> Football at one. <laughs> I have to find out. Working on it? What? Well, we're after the shock of the chemical.